It's by choice, not by chance, that successful companies have exceptional organizations that are effective and efficient. Their leaders know that all parts of the company must be integrated and aligned, where governance and structure, people and process get as much attention as deals and transactions, key results and deliverables. The ability to quench customer needs in a competitive market depends on it. The tools in this toolbox are essential because of the vaccine they provide against organizational problems, the high stakes of not using them, and the enormous benefit that flows to the bottom line. Collectively, they can be a mainstay of your leadership craft. This is David Gazik with The Essentials, your toolbox for organizational checkups and sustained health. We continue the series with number 10 of 22 short episodes for leaders of an organization and anyone intent on joining their ranks. This episode, The Tool of a Difficult Conversation, is the second of seven on process. We'll look at what's at stake when you avoid a difficult conversation and how your approach to it can shift the anticipation and the conversation from dread and angst to gratitude and relief. Let's begin. There can come a time when a key person in your company presents a problem. Maybe they aren't meeting their goals, delivering results, or following through. Maybe they're operating at cross-purposes to the team or the business plan and creating destructive conflict. Or maybe they're not an effective collaborator, aren't being accountable to others, are difficult to work with, and don't inspire trust, respect, and confidence. You know you've got to talk to them, but you keep putting it off. It can feel too confrontational. You may be afraid you'll make things worse. You're concerned you'll be a poor messenger, and so on. Whatever the reason, you see it as a difficult conversation that you'd just rather avoid. It can feel too confrontational because it's hard for you to talk face-to-face about their pattern of failure or destructive conflict. You'll need to make it clear that they must change or they'll lose the confidence and support of leadership. You know that message will be hard to receive regardless of how you put it, and you may be more afraid of how they'll react than of telling them the truth. You hope they'll be grateful for the information and your directness, that it will motivate them to turn things around, but you may be concerned that speaking to them could make things worse. What if they don't see or accept what you're saying, especially if they've been with the company for a while? What if they feel attacked and resentful and dig in their heels? The tone of the workplace and overall productivity could suffer even more. You want to be transparent and deliver a clear picture of the situation, but you may be afraid you'll be a poor messenger. What if you get caught up in their reaction and how it makes you feel. If you do, you might pull back and soften your message. That could muddle everything, and you could walk away without saying what needs to be said. No matter what's holding you back, you know you've got to have the conversation. There's just too much at stake if you don't. The problem they pose won't go away on its own because they probably don't see it as a problem, or they've never been held fully accountable for it. Those who do see the problem and are affected by it will wonder why it's allowed to persist. Left unaddressed, it's likely to erode trust in leadership and diminish employee engagement in the company. Understating, downplaying, or being vague about the problem only feeds the elephant in the room. 
that can easily lead to talking behind people's backs, back-channel communication, and people saying one thing and doing another, none of which does any good. Reassigning the person or what they do in hopes that the problem will go away is magical thinking. The problem will most likely resurface in the same or similar way. And if you conduct a confidential search to replace them, word is likely to spread and they'll probably find out. That will complicate things even more and force you to finally have the conversation. But at that point, you'll have eroded trust in and respect for leadership of the company. The way to overcome the thing that's holding you back is to shift your mindset about the conversation so it's not about confrontation, it's about learning. Tell this person you appreciate them giving you the opportunity to provide feedback about how they're perceived and what the company expects of them. Frame your meeting as a learning conversation for both of you. Let them know that your goal is to be open and transparent and to hear their reactions and questions so you can respond in a way that's helpful to them. Don't lose sight of the fact that your clear and timely feedback is a kindness and a gift, intended to increase their value and contribution to the company. You're conveying a belief in their ability to use the information as a growth opportunity. If you imagine how you'd feel in their shoes, it will allow you to be vulnerable and empathetic. That will help you invite a conversation and avoid a lecture. They'll be more likely to hear and accept the information, be inquisitive, and harness the feedback you're giving them for self-reflection and empowerment. Chances are they'll appreciate your honesty, the respect you're showing them, and the effort you're making to make the conversation productive. And by having the difficult conversation and not kicking it down the road, you'll have made the organization stronger and more resilient. Sometimes, however, People choose to be argumentative, defensive, and intransigent, no matter how you approach them and the conversation. They can shirk their responsibilities and categorize any feedback as someone else's problem or the result of conditions beyond their control. If that happens, you're still moving things forward by having the difficult conversation. It becomes another data point that gives you a much better sense of what to do next. Next week's episode is on the tool of feedback. We'll look at why we all need feedback to stay on track and ensure that the workplace is supportive. Like we all need a steering wheel to keep a car in its lane and ensure everyone's safety. For a written version of this episode or a complete copy of The Essentials, go to gazeconsulting.com forward slash resources. If you'd like to talk about putting this or any of the tools into practice, or tackling an organizational challenge, you're welcome to email me for an initial consultation at no charge. My email is david at gazeconsulting.com. I also welcome your thoughts and questions. Thank you for listening and for the privilege of your time.